0: What's going on? Welcome to the good, the bad, the ugly. My name is Sam and
1: man, my name is Austin.
0: Here we go, man. This show is it's exciting to me. I'm not sure, you know, what's going to happen or where, what direction it's going to go in, but we in talking with with Austin and obviously just a bunch of friends in ministry. Um, all the way from you know pastors and leaders and just just basic members of churches, it, it's it's common ground that uh, God is good. I mean, right? There's no right. arguing that God is good and and Jesus loves us and and I think that we all agree there. And it's very easy to talk about the good things, and sometimes we ignore. The ugly things, and I believe that yeah. growth comes from the ugly. <laughs> That's true. And, and praise, let's just say, comes from the good. And so, the good, the bad, the ugly. Give me your personal intro, or how you feel about the the title, and what, what we're gonna, what we're and about to And We want to,
1: we want to take the opportunity to to help people out there understand um, what it's like to go through some things when it comes oh. to uh, comes to the church. Unfortunately. In uh, the culture and society that we live in today, um, the church has been misrepresented, uh, and and that's simply because we've we've misrepresented you know the church ourselves, yeah. and uh, we've got church leaders, church pastors, uh, people in authority, you name it, that are hurting people left and right every single day, rather than trying to uplift and encourage and motivate people and be what the church is is supposed to be and uh you know it just blows my mind that it's like man just story after story after story um and it's really helping us to produce content but unfortunate that we even have to put a podcast together like this yeah but um there's story after story of people that uh, that are in my life that are in your life um, stories that we've heard, stories that we'll eventually hear from you, people that we don't even know yet, um, that will reach out to us, that have been hurt by the church or been um, misled or uh, misguided, whatever it may be. And uh, so, our our goal um, is not to bash the church. That's not what we're here for. We're pastors. We 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 do, we do this together. We're we not, love people. Yeah, we love people. We're not here to we're not here to hurt the church. Um, but what we are here to do is we're here to shine light on a, on a subject that that is very um, scary for some, but also, you know, a lot of people have been hurt by the church and been hurt by other church leaders and stuff and church pastors. And they feel like it's their fault, Pastor Sam. And they feel like, man, they feel like, man, because they they did me dirty or they said this to me or they kicked me out the door that it actually was my fault. And we want to break that kind of like idea and that thought and that misrepresentation Um, and we want you to know what a good health healthy church leadership is and a good healthy church is about and uh, unfortunately along the way we will experience the good the bad and the ugly Uh, but we're going to work through all of it together.
0: And right now we're, we're live on two platforms right now and those are gonna be available whenever we do the show. So we wanna say hello to, I got a few people on my end and you got a few people on your end. Hello, thank you for joining us. The, when you're watching live, it's more raw but we're gonna we're gonna send this out, edit it, and and produced a lot better, and that's gonna go on. What platform are we are we gonna put it on?
1: We're so gonna people- be on we're gonna be on podcasts, and you're gonna be able to uh, go and download on uh, pretty much every podcasting platform. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, it'll out be there. on
0: YouTube as well. It'll be video and audio. And so there's going to be several ways to consume this, and the live. It's funny because I think that the live version is going to work out well when we when we open it up for questions, and uh, and we'll see how that goes. But, for
1: sure. So you may be watching uh, live right now on one of the platforms. Um, or you could be watching this later um, via mm-hmm. YouTube or whatever it may be, and we want you to submit your questions, or we want you to submit uh, stories, or situations, or scenarios. Um, one of the biggest things that we we agreed with Sam is that we're not gonna we're not gonna put any church names out Mm-mm. there, or any church leaders' names out there. We're not here to bash anyone in particular, um, because there's always two sides to a story, um, unfortunately, and we don't want to uh, we don't want to cause any harm. Uh, To anybody, but we also want to respect and honor every single person that is in authority um, that God has placed. And so, um, if you have questions, if you have concerns, if you have things that you're going through right now within church leadership, church structure, uh, the church itself, um, or whatever it may be we want you to submit that to us comment or send us a personal message whatever it may be yep. um, because over the course of the upcoming week Sam we're going to take some of these things and uh, we may even phone interview some people we yep. may even bring them in as a guest uh, who knows we, we don't know what what could happen next but we want to make sure that uh, that that your stories are, are being told and that we can work through uh, certain situations and uh, certain things that have been presented uh, because we want you to know what to do in the midst of your struggle in the midst of the good the bad and the ugly
0: the good the bad the ugly it's crazy because you learn from all three of those and yet yeah. we avoid two of them it's easy to That's talk true. about the good but the bad and the ugly we're like no nah, i don't really want to talk about it because somebody yeah. is always on the other end or you're responsible for the bad or the ugly right. and, and i know it's hard to confront it but okay. that's what this show about is to kind of show you, like, you, whatever you went through with your church or your pastors, whatever it was, as, as bad as it is, you can't, your mentality can't be, I, I, if that happens again, then I'm never going to go to church because there's a good chance that it is going to happen again. Right. That's why you grow from it, and maybe the person that did you wrong also learns from it and then you could stay there and, and make that church or organization a lot stronger. We're not saying sure. it's easy because a pastor, a leader, or a member, we're all people. We all have our own things to deal with and sometimes it's just a bad day.
1: Right. That's true. And Absolutely. so t-
0: so we have a topic for today and this is the good, the bad and the ugly. I'm gonna play it for you and then uh and then we'll get into it. And then you'll start seeing the, the format of the show. And hopefully it's a blessing to you. Here we go. So, back in the day, there was a story of this guy that was a business owner. And, um, you know, he was attending a church. And that church had the opportunity to reach him, his family, his business, his finances which here recently he ended up selling his company for a a lot of money but for some reason the pastor decided that god spoke to him and god said that this man needed to give him his watch it happened to be a rolex watch and this this person was so you know turned off by this and uh I, I imagine i don't know all the details but i do know that he never returned to church and his family went through a lot and you know that is a church hurt that exists and who knows in what form it's showed up in so many um business people's first few days or weeks or you know in a church or someone that has financial success and just the kind of things that come to a pastor and they justify it by saying God said this church hurt cost um, a lot of pain and hurt and it was so irresponsible there you go so it's (laughs) It's, it's the ugly side. This is the ugly, this is the bad. And, you know, it's it's something that's stuck with me for a long time. I never forget. And this happened many, many, many years ago, 20 years ago or something. And and I always think about it whenever I'm, I'm trying to invest in people in the church and encourage them, no matter their, their financial status, you know, yeah. but... I tell you what, financial status influences in in every community, in every walk of life. And and I'd be silly to think that it doesn't influence, uh, have influence within the church. But responsibility comes in. And so let me, you have a verse, read that.
1: I posted about this yesterday Mm -hmm. on social media. I kind of blasted this out there to to let people know that even God cares about church hurt. And uh, you think, well... How does how does he care about church hurt? Well, of course he knows the situations and he knows the struggles and all of that. But did you know that like literally in the word, uh, there's a very valid place where I believe church hurt is is addressed. So I want to I want to read uh, Matthew chapter 18, and uh, I'm gonna read the first first couple verses here, and uh, I really feel like this is gonna help some people and it's gonna kind of blow some minds here. Um, and uh, this, is, this is under that, that, that uh, subject and that conversation of who is the greatest, Lord. Um, and so it goes like this, uh, uh, chapter uh, 18 of, of Matthew. It says, at, at that time the disciples came to Jesus and said, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? So they just had the question. Then he called a child to him and had him stand among them. And this is what Jesus' response was. I, I assure you. Unless you are converted, all right, so unless you are a believer, born again, and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven, all right? So, it's the the child, it's not talking about you have to be the child. He's using a, chi- a child as an example, all right? Verse 4, Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child, this one is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one child like this in my name welcomes me. So think of the word child as just another believer, Mm -hmm. another person, another average Joe. It doesn't have to be someone of high status or high authority. It's everybody else, right? It's all of us, right? And then it says this in verse 6. This is where we see it uh, come out right here. But whoever causes the downfall of one of these, of who? Of one of the believers, right? Of of one of us. uh, One who believes in me. It Would be better for him if a heavy milestone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of offenses, for offenses must come, but woe to the man by whom the offensives come. So right there, like, man, if that scripture doesn't say enough about church hurt and misrepresentation from the church, like, I don't know what does literally it says if you're the one that causes the downfall the hurt of someone a, amongst the believers like it's better for you to just tie a rock to your neck and just be thrown into the sea in other words and it's better for you to just not even say nothing and not even be uh, and, and and because woe to you that's what it says woe to the man who allows the offense to come out of your own mouth and so you know we trust the people that we trust mm-hmm. within an organization uh or we're talking more so about the church but what happens to when the ones that we trust become the ones that manipulate us control us shame us reject us all of that wow. just for their own selfish gain man what happens
0: yeah well on an individual level i think because you're serving christ that you have this wall uh you know in front of you and or you have a filter in front of you that you can't see it like and so it's sad because it, it, it'll take a while for the person that's going through that hurt, or yes. you know, the, the the person on the receiving end. It it takes a while, but by the time they realize it, they they they're very damaged, yeah. And then the processing the time and every time they got the bad end of the stick, and it's just it's just it's bigger than it than if you bring it up in a the conversation. Sure. They're like, well, you know what, Sam, get get over it. It's not a big deal. Just bring it up and then ask for forgiveness and then move on. Mm-hmm. But when I start looking back and I, and then I start saying to myself, man, it's been happening for years. Yeah, I'm yeah. just realizing today. And so to me, the bad and the ugly resonates. And when it's the true. moment that it comes out, I think an individual can ignore the time that it's been happening.
1: And Right. So. Right. And wouldn't you say that that church hurt or church offense really can damage the way that you think and you feel about yourself.
0: Yeah, it's it it, it makes you believe something that isn't true. It, it was it, the reality was based on someone else's selfishness or whatever sure. their whatever their drive was, and you you that's why that, that's why we have the word so that we have a, a equal playing field, and we're yeah. we're both coming from the same place. But whenever you add more of an individual, now he's coming from another place. He's trying to. You know, glorify himself and mm-hmm. you know grow himself, and so you, yeah. I mean that it, it hurts. I, sure. I get it, and, and, and I'm sure if you're watching it, you're saying, you know what, I, I think I may be going through some church hurt. Right? There's good, but there's some bad in there. Yeah. You have to confront it. This is not Absolutely. about not confronting it, and and it's gonna. It's not so easy to overcome it either. Right. Um, let me throw this out there. And then
1: yeah, go for it.
0: Most people confront, when they confront church hurt, their solution is, I'm out. Yeah, Kay? yeah. In some instances, oh, from the church, they say, I'm leaving this this church. In some instances, I would even recommend that they go. Sure Th- thing. Don't, don't get me wrong. But in many instances, it's best to restore and grow from it and stay within that organization. And then, lay, I mean, God may call you to leave and go somewhere else, but sometimes running is not the way to go.
1: No, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, you know that's and, and really you're almost you're almost challenged and faced with those two options. You either stay and trust that that God has you where He needs you to be right now in this season in this moment. And if you if if that's where He has you to be, then He's going to bless you in it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're going to have some bad and ugly moments, but He's going to bless you in it. Uh, but then we're also faced with the challenge of when, when is when is. Too much, too much, and uh, you have to hit the road. And, um, and and I've I've been faced with that. You've you've been faced with that. There's many people that are watching or that will listen to this later on. You've been faced with that decision, and it's kind of like this shame will come on you. It's like, man, if if I if I go right now. Um, you know, then I'm going to feel this kind of way and these people are going to say this and then uh, what's going to happen next? And there's so many more questions that you have to answer that, that come rolling through your mind uh, because you simply don't know. You, you really do not know. And uh, But the reality is is that the pain, no matter no matter what the situation, the pain is not your fault. And if, it, and if a, a, a leader has, has hurt you or misused you or manipulated you or whatever, you need to know that that pain that you're feeling is not your fault. So how do you navigate through that pain and then how do you make the decision, this is where I'm still called to be versus I've got to go somewhere else or the Lord is leading me out the door somewhere else? And people, okay.
0: So in the in in the
1: Christian community, we know the phrase like, "Hey, you got a calling.
0: God has put a purpose in your life, and He may have put it in your heart a long time ago, and it's kind of very silent right now, right? The light mm-hmm. is very dim on it. And I'm, here it is, because of church hurt. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's caused you to question what God put in your heart a long time ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So let yeah. me tell you. So so when you when you confront the bad and the ugly is going to cause you to revisit what God put in your heart a long time ago, because sure. that hurt may have silenced it. And you may say, you know what? I, I, I'm not cut out for that. Maybe, and you know, maybe you're not going to like this, but maybe you had the wrong leader in sure. your life. Yep. And it's, it's up to whoever, let's say your pastor, your leaders, whoever's pouring into you, if they're a leader, their job is to grow you up. That's yeah, it. Leaders absolutely. make leaders. And uh, so, purpose-driven Christians should make purpose-driven Christians. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying. And so,
1: That's maybe
0: this show is going to encourage you to believe in the calling that God has put in your life. And someone made you feel like maybe it wasn't God. Yeah, I'm here to tell you, maybe it was God.
1: That's good. That's good. I, I love that. You know, I think I think a lot of this what we're what we're talking about right now, um, because really in this first episode we're really setting the groundwork Mm -hmm. um and the foundation of what of what church hurt is and and what the good and the bad and the ugly is going to do for for us but um you know i think that this whole thing that we're addressing right now and what we're talking about is all about perspective yeah and um we've got to have the right perspective and quite honestly it's hard to have the right perspective when you're the one that's facing the the misrepresentation, and Mm. you're the one that's in the midst of the hurt, you're the one that's been abused or mistreated or whatever it may be, it's hard to find the right perspective in the midst of those moments. Um, But when you can understand and when you can grab a hold of the fact that, you know what, yes, they may have said that, yes, they may have done that, but that's not who I am. And when you can have that perspective, then it will completely shift and change everything. Because we do ask the question, well, am I really the problem? Mm. If they're saying that, if they're doing that, if this is how it is, yeah. if this is the way it goes, and maybe it's happened multiple times. it can Who be knows? very convincing. Yeah, it, it, it can seem like you actually are the problem.
0: Let's address the the church hurt that, that I talked about, the, the pastor that asked the guy, uh, let's just label him the wealthy guy yeah. for his watch. He said, God told me that you need to give me your Rolex, okay? this. <laughs> I'm t- so, so church, here we go. It's very comedic. It's very hey, funny. You know what?
1: You know what, Sam? I wish someone came up to me and said, I, I feel like I need to bless you with my Rolex.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> no, no. And if it happens that way, hey, it's hey, all good. Hey,
1: you, know. you know, pastors we'll receive it, a lot maybe. of
0: gifts. They also give a lot of gifts. So, no, no, mm-hmm. there's no drama there. But this guy asked him. And he said you know god told me that you need to give me your watch exactly. he was so turned off by it that he not only walked out of that church but he turned his back from god this must have been 20 years or so ago and yet to be back in church his family has suffered from drug abuse from all the way from that the marriage broke up mm-hmm. uh the life was great they continued to make more money <laughs> They continue to grow in their success. You you think the good, the bad, the ugly. This church, I, I don't know where they were at that time financially, but this guy's offering, this guy's tithe, could have been a blessing to that church. Yeah. But this pastor wanted vanity, and he felt mm-hmm. that he needed, and and this family left, and the, and it hurt me. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think yeah. I keep it in my memory because sure. it how crucial it is to keep a family and who cares what they bring to the table? Yeah. A church's job is bring a family and pour Jesus into that family so that that family has a better future and a, a more of a hopeful future. So how would you, <laughs> what's on your mind?
1: You hear that. How does, how does that make you feel? So I would consider that certainly to be abuse, right? So the church leader is manipulating the individual by using smooth words mm. and even really kind of throwing the the biblical concept of it's more blessed to give than receive, like throwing that out there without really saying it. And so the individual feels almost this obligation, well, my pastor is telling me to do this. Like and then you're faced with the with the, the challenge and the question like okay do I do I do this because you know this is yeah. maybe the more biblical thing to do, or do I take it for what it's worth and realize that in this moment I am being manipulated, and um, and then again going back to what we said a few minutes ago, you're faced with the with the whole challenge of okay, what do I do? Like I can either go this route or I can go this route, and one of the two ways, one of the two routes is. Is going to be the answer, but it's but it's hard to figure that out. I cannot imagine a church leader or a, let alone a pastor mm. coming up to me and saying, "What you have, what you own, what belongs to you, I need it. It belongs mm. to me." I mean, I cannot I cannot right. imagine that. Like that that makes no sense. And imagine it, if he was that comfortable saying
0: it, he got away with it a few times. With oh, a he had he would
1: have had to get away with it several times. That it's so easy for a leader. A church leader to be abusive in the way of manipulation, because manipulation is is quite frankly, it's, it's scary. Um, but it's easy to do, mm-hmm. you know. Like, like it's easy. Like, if I have influence, I can easily manipulate you to make a decision. I can yeah. easily manipulate you to do something that maybe is out of your character or something that doesn't line up with what you believe or whatever. And uh, man, we can probably talk about manipulation for weeks and weeks and weeks on this podcast because that is such a a, a strong word, but mm-hmm. it's such a it's such a valid point to stuff that we see when it comes to church hurt because abusers like to use manipulation mm. to get their way
0: and, and and then when you're talking about the good the bad and the ugly and you examine the word um manipulation it's a negative word but here it is we're, we're also trying to impress people manipulate them in a yeah. positive way right. to be more like christ so there you go that's the good the bad the ugly in that situation is that you still learn from it like what he is doing, if he was doing it for the right reason, with you know the right way, it could bless the church. He could have right. approached approached him and said, you know, thank you for being here. Can I take you to lunch, right? Can Can I get to know your family? You know, how, how can I, uh, the church be of service to you? Yeah. And in his heart, <laughs> he should be willing to invest time. And, and, and it slowed down in the process because this guy was coming out of a life of he was allowed to do whatever he wanted. There was no God in his life. Wow. And I believe and I've seen this over and over. I know you have, too, is if you invest in people, they invest back into the church. That's
1: true. That's that true. was
0: going to happen. And this is just a guesstimate. But if you wouldn't have asked him for that watch, it was, it was probably at that time, it probably only cost like seven or eight thousand dollars. I imagine, because I know, okay, so let's just say he sold his company for $100 million. Mm -hmm. And this guy, and the pastor taught him, here's what tithing is. Here's what offerings are. Just do the math on that 10%. Just straight from faithfulness. That would have been the blessing that was waiting for the church, and okay. so you know, you know, maybe, maybe this will slow you down. Maybe do some math next time. <laughs> you know, what? if you just, you know, you yeah. don't have to be super spiritual about yeah. things. Maybe do some math and say, you know what, I, I need. God has blessed me more than I deserve. There you go. That math is already swayed. Yeah, and God wants to bless you through individuals. And I don't know how. Sometimes it is financially. Sometimes it's maybe they're good at leadership or organization. I am not sure. Mm-hmm. But, but you cannot be driven based on what you want. No. And no. that's where the epic fail was in, in that situation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. and And, and you know, I, I, I can't help but think and go back to what you said when we first started talking about that is like, you know, how many times was this leader allowed to do this prior? Yeah you know, what led all the way up, you know, it could have been a $20 bill at first and it worked its way all the way up to a, mm. to a Rolex. And, um, which is, which is crazy. Just absolutely, absolutely blows my mind. Um, but what do we do Sam in, in these situations, what, what is our, what are the steps that we need to take? If, if we're being manipulated by a leader and someone has done something, if a pastor has come up to you and said that watch that you're wearing right now, that belongs to me. I need you to give that to me. I mean, if we're seeing that kind of stuff and, and that's like, it's such a silly example, even though yeah. it's true, uh, it's a very true story, but it's, it's, it's crazy. Like it's so silly that it just blows your mind. Uh, but think about all the hundreds and countless and countless, countless stories that are out there of people that are listening and people that are watching right now that have been in similar situations yeah. What then do you do? What then do you do?
0: I got one thing off right now when you said that it's got to come from your heart mm-hmm. If you're going to give or bless anybody, forget it doesn't just apply to church, sure it should come from your heart. and if it doesn't come from your heart, it's from the other individual so that, that's a business transaction, my friend. yeah, yeah. and that's a whole other topic and but no, it has to come from your heart.
1: So church hurt then is developed within an individual because they've been manipulated by a leader. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden this person they were faced with those questions, they were faced with those challenges, they're put in a really tough situation. Now they've they've been manipulated, and the question is, okay, well what what do you what do you do next? What mm-hmm. do I as an individual, I may be a leader myself, but I just may be an average Joe. Uh, who knows? What, what do I do? And, um, you know, if, if we're, if we're going to be spiritual speaking, then obviously the first thing you, got, you do is you obviously got to go to the Lord in prayer. We know that. Um, and that's probably the first step. The first step would not be let me go to see how many people I can tell this story to yeah, and yep. see how many people I can get on my side and all that kind of stuff because then you're probably opening up a whole nother can of worms that is um, way bigger than what you're probably even willing to walk through right now. Don't go on attack mode right away. No, no. I mean, because I, I've seen that too. It's like, you know, well, I've been hurt, so now I'm going to go hurt other yeah. people, right? Because we know that... Hurting people hurt others, right? I mean, that's just that's just a saying that that uh, unfortunately is is actually true. Um, but when we're faced with those situations and we're in the midst of that struggle, and now all of a sudden that hurt is now being developed and it's being it's boiling up within our heart. Um, what do we do in that situation? And of course, like I said, man, we got to go. We got to go to prayer. We got to take this to the Lord. Submit it unto Him. Let him know, uh, you know, and the crazy thing is uh, he already knows, right? (laughs) He already done seen it and heard it. Like he knows exactly what it is that we're facing and we got to take it to him. But then what happens after that? What happens after we go to prayer? Now, maybe the Lord spoke to us in prayer and said, okay, this is what I need you to do. And that's great. If you got your answer, you got your answer. But what if you didn't hear from the Lord? What if you submitted it to him? and you prayed to him, and, and, and you, you gave it to God, and you said, I don't know what to do with this, uh, what do you do when you're in that situation? Now, the Bible would say that when you have aught against one another, you need to go to them, right? That's what it, that's what it says. And it says if if, if if you can't handle it amongst yourselves, then you need to go before the, the leadership of the church. But But, Sam, what if they are the leadership? Like, that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about here. Like, yeah. okay, so the Bible says, like, okay, go to the church leadership but then you say well i they are the church leadership so so if they are the church leadership how do i go to them and how do i approach this situation i've been hurt by them they've 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 now abused me in this way so i can't just go to them well the the answer like we said wouldn't be to start going walking around and telling as many people as we can tell so now all of a sudden now you're you're in this crisis mode because you're trying to be biblical. You're trying to follow the word of God. You're trying to get over this. You're trying to find the answer, but yet you're stuck because you really do not know what to do.
0: And it's not easy. I'm, we're, we're not coming. The, okay, so church hurt, the bad, the ugly. It's not easily approached either. Like, I mean, no. I'm t- I'm coming from a humble place as well. Trust Absolutely. me, I've I've not only caused hurt, but I've also been hurt. So I don't I don't want you to think that we're here like all righteous, like yeah, we're yeah. perfect. You know, um, I'm an associate pastor. He's my pastor. There's there's church hurt wherever you go. It's the, yeah. So does your church have the culture right? Does Does it Good. have like the the beginning stages of you being able to bring it up. Is right. there mature people in there who can't take criticism or direction? You know, it, because that's, if that exists first, then when you have church hurt, you're more liable to go and mention it. But if you don't have the, or well, we talk and we discuss and have this agreement thing, don't, don't, you're, you're going to experience something that's and true. you're not going to feel like, oh, I can bring this Right uh, to to the leadership. So guess where you take it? You take it to the grapevine, baby. You yeah. take it to your friends, and then there. And then so you Facebook want, posts. Yeah. So church. <laughs> so church leaders. And I'm speaking to myself. That yeah. you wonder why is everyone gossiping? Why is everyone talking? Because they don't have a, a culture, right, yeah. to say to be able to go to the right leadership and address yeah. the problem because it's it's never been available or handled properly within the organization. That's a, that's an ugly truth that you have to face. It's true. And then and then the grapevine's always gonna be there, right? The gossip will always be there. <laughs> yeah. But it'll will simmer down yeah. with those leaders who are really trying to grow, they'll stop gossiping because there's an avenue for communication, for growth. Yeah. Do you have that in your church? Yeah. Right? Do we want it in our church? And the answer is yes. Sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. The culture culture is huge. And if we do not have a culture within our churches to be able to see people healed and restored, Um, Then we're doing it all wrong and it's far beyond when I say healed and restored. I'm not talking about um, I had a back issue and I got healed. Okay, that's not the kind of healing. I'm talking about I'm talking about God takes care of of that. Yeah, yeah, we'll experience those things all day long It's it's when you're faced with what we've been talking about here And you're in the midst of that pain and that hurt and that struggle. Does the church have a culture to where you can bring it up freely and you're not going to be bashed and you're not going to be sent out the door because you did bring it up. Um, and that's like a big question to ask. Hmm. Uh, if, you're, if you've been dealing with church hurt and you're in a situation to where you've dealt with it in the past or you're dealing with it right now and the culture is not established for you to, to bring it up and it's not allowed, then I would say, man, that, that's a situation you need to run you need to get out of that because because nothing's going nothing is probably going to change because uh, everybody's probably got each other's back and you're not going to be able to to get to where you need to get Sooner and
0: enough you'll find yourself alone
1: y- you will find yourself alone because you will come to the realization that well if i bring something up it's never it's never going to it's never going to be taken care of like they don't they don't care about me enough to, to walk me through this and help me through this situation. And if that's the way you feel and then that's literally the way it is, then I would say most certainly in that situation, then you need to seek the Lord as to where your next uh, step is. And, and finding a transitional place where you can go um, because there that's certainly not the type of culture and certainly not the type of atmosphere that you need to be in and that that because it's completely unhealthy right it's completely unhealthy and um, what happens is uh, now if you're single this is a little bit different but if you've got a family this is what happens i'm I'm an individual I'm being hurt I'm being I'm being abused right now in a certain way, right? I'm being manipulated or whatever it may be. Um, The culture is not there for me to be able to go and address the situation. So I'm hurting, right? And because I'm bleeding out, I've got a wound, right? Just like if on my arm right now, if I had a big old wound, it's going to be bleeding out. If I don't stop it, right, then what's going to happen? Eventually, it's going to get on Sam. Mm-hmm. there's going to be some sort of blood that gets on Sam if I cannot stop it. And this is what happens, that we don't have a way to stop it. And so as a family, all of a sudden, now my blood is now pouring out on, on my brother or my son or my children or my wife or whatever it may be. And now my hurt, my bleeding, if you will, is 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 bleed. I'm bleeding out on others. And then what happens is... Is that the individuals within your household or your friend group or whatever, now all of a sudden everybody else is bleeding with mm. you. Yeah. And they're feeling the same hurt that you're feeling because there wasn't a culture established where you can go and address the situation and they can help bandage your wounds.
0: And, okay, so... I want to make a distinction between seeking help and gossiping. Okay, mm. the, the, the the it's a fine line in between. Sure. If you find yourself uh, talking about your situation with many people and there's no growth or direction, and you don't feel like God is in it, then you're gossiping. And so I just want to put it out there. I'm yeah, against sure. gossiping. I uh, again, I I'm, I've gossiped before. We all deal with it. I'm not. Th- so that's not the thing. Yeah. All I'm saying is whenever you seek direction and guidance to get out of whatever you're going through seek it through the right people yeah. who who are not, not who are looking out for both parties involved. As hard as it may be there's still two humans who are growing yeah. and they and both people need their own direction or whatever so it's not about one individual seek seek the right counsel if you yeah. if you're not then you're just gossiping. Yeah, for so, sure.
1: And I, and I agree with that as well. And, um, you know, it's it's almost better, if you're going to seek uh, counsel and advice, it's, it's, it's better to find someone who's not going to be swayed or one-sided. Um, close, close friends know. are going to be swayed and one-sided. Yeah, they're Just... going to be, close friends are, um, and... Maybe it's someone who's really close to that individual that hurt you. Well, then obviously they're probably going to be swayed towards that Mm -hmm. person. Um, so you almost want to go outside of the realms of that particular organization and find someone that, you know, that you can trust to speak to that, that they're not going to go behind your back and, and share everything that you shared or whatever it may be. Um, and I, and I think that, that that's probably, you know, a really good, helpful tip for you that, um, with exactly what you're saying, Sam, I think that that lines up perfectly. Um, don't cause more drama and more problems. Um, y- you know, you're you're being hurt by drama and problems. Don't be the cause of even more of it, right? Because it may begin to hurt other people, but ultimately it's going to still come back to you, right? It really will. Yeah. Um, and so, and anyway, so, you know, the church has, I believe, the ability, and we're called to... Encourage and train people up, and 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 you know, and all that kind of thing that that really good healthy churches do. Um, but unfortunately, in these situations, we see that this is where the church will discourage people and almost push people out of their God-given um, calling or whatever yeah. it may be. And so, um, seeking the right help and getting to the right person is is very important. But I will. I would just say this, and in, in kind of turning this back around here in, in reference to culture, that if the culture is not there, okay, maybe the answer, maybe you sought God, maybe the answer is to to, to hit the road, okay, and God has something bigger and better for you, and that's great. Um, but maybe, like Sam said earlier, maybe the answer is, man, you got to stay. And if you're faced with that, then now you're, there's a challenge that's presented there to establish that culture where it is a safe environment to be able to bring up those hot topics and to bring up things that are um that that we've got to that we've got to uncover and we've got to unmask and 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 so what 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 would you do then Sam in that situation where an individual has sought God and the Lord has spoke to them this is where you need to be but yet there is no culture established hmm. to be able to bring up these hurts and to bring up these situations, what what would be some good advice for an individual who's in that situation to where God's keeping them there, but yet they wanna see they wanna see the the organization get better. Mm -hmm. So what what do I do to see to it that this organization can get better? What would be some things that are, are coming maybe right off the top of your mind some ideas, some thoughts, um, some strategies maybe of, of some things that would be important that we can implement um, to see to it that we are establishing or or at least attempting to create that culture um, even though there's not one there yet.
0: Okay, so if that's what you feel, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you this, man, patience is going to be key because it's going to be a, a hike. It is mm-hmm. You can People think I got to change the culture and you think you're going to have one meeting or two and then everyone's going to see it your way and things are going to start changing. It's not. And so sometimes God calls us to to bring about change that's going to take time. I think of Noah's Ark. He could have built a little boat in a few days, but he didn't. He built a big boat and it took a long time. And so God may be calling you to build a big boat slash culture. And so you're going to just have to seek God, pray, and figure out a way to communicate with the leaders for them to hear you out. And then together you grow from it. But the, my thing is, is you're going to have to be patient if you're there. Your expectations are going to have to be, they're going to have to be different. You're in it for other people. You're not in it for you. Your your church hurt may exist for a lot longer, but another individual may get an opportunity to fix their church hurt because it's not as, as big and maybe they're not as influential or you, you name it, but you might be paving the way for the next people to be able to, to cause that culture but you're gonna have to be patient and sometimes we want the fix right away uh, typically that doesn't happen unless you're right. at the very at the very top but it, it, but even then it, it can it, you can have the wrong idea about it and so sure patience if yeah. you're gonna stay and hold, you know just Watch your tongue, man. <laughs> you know, it's not its not the time to go fighting or breaking yeah. the church down from within. Golly. It's not, uh, that's not what you do. Because
1: that would be almost an immediate response. Yeah, like. and people do. Because your flesh, man, like, oof. Yeah, people, yeah. And trust me,
0: people use patience the wrong way, and they'll sit in a church and slowly break the church from within. Yeah. And, uh, the, and the leadership and the church won't find out till a year or two later when the individual leaves and there's damage. Everywhere, so change your heart. Don't be ugly, yeah. and you know the, we always say drama queens. Well, guess what? There's drama kings too.
1: That's so this true. is
0: this is for guys and girls, man. Like, just get it together. If yeah. you're gonna stay, it's because you're committing for change. Is gonna be a blessing to others. You're not right. staying because of you. Don't don't be don't be so 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 selfish about it.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's good. You know, I think I think that certainly. This has um, helped a lot of people out there. And I do want to make mention of something um, that, that we said, you know, kind of towards the beginning that, you know, at, at any given moment, whether you're watching this on a live platform or or you're listening to this later on the podcast or you're watching this later on YouTube or whatever it may be, like, we want you to submit your questions. We want you to submit the scenarios, or maybe a current struggle that you're dealing with right now. You could say, "Hey, this is what's happening in my church. This is what I'm dealing with. This is what a church leader has said to me, or whatever it may be. What do I do?" Yeah. And and Sam, we might not have necessarily the right answer, um, and we don't. We certainly don't want to mislead you um, or or misguide you at all, especially in the midst of those kind of things. Um, but we're here to help. Yeah. Like. Like, we've been through some stuff, um, and you've been through some stuff, and together there's got to be a way where we can work through it and uh, get on the other side of these things.
0: Yeah, so DM us, send us an email. You'll see, wherever you see this, just drop a message. Send an audio, send a video, or just type it out.
1: Well, I would say this, the, the first step to for for when it comes to church hurt, the first step when you are being... Uh, manipulated, abused, controlled, whatever, you name it by a leader. The first step is to get healed up. And uh, healing um, might, might not be in 30 minutes. Healing might not be even in 30 days. Healing may take a while. It may take a while because you've been hurt, you've been mistreated, you've been you've been abused, you've been neglected, you've been controlled, you've been manipulated, and all that. And uh, healing is not going to come overnight. And I'm sorry if if that's what you're looking for, it's probably just not going to happen. It's going to take some time for you to sit and and to to literally receive and and to maybe not put out so much and maybe you know take in more and. Maybe not talk so much and maybe listen more. I mean, who knows? Um, but it's going to take time, and and that's coming from, you know, directly what, what you said, Sam, when it comes to patience. It's going to take time. You have to be um, willing when it comes to patience. You have to be willing to actually be patient and walk that thing out. And um, over time, you will be healed from that church hurt. That doesn't mean it's going to magically go away. It doesn't mean that you're not going to think about it ever again, um, because it will come up. I mean, it will. Like, just with every, like everything else in life that has been maybe tragic or crazy or hurtful or whatever, like... Those things are going to come back up again, and, and we can't really necessarily always avoid them. Um, but we can use those things as life lessons, and uh, we can take the situation that we're in, and we can take the church hurt, we can take the church abuse and the manipulation and all that, we can take that, and what that does is it shows us like what's healthy and what's not. So when we're when we get to the next place that God has called us to be, then we can evaluate, and we'll realize a lot quicker than we did the first time, like, is this a place where I know that 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 I'm not going to be hurt in this way again? And, and unfortunately, I've heard of many people, like, it takes several places. Like, because you'll find this in more place than one, right? It'll take several places to find it, but once you do find the healthy culture, and you once you do find the healthy place, Thing, man, God will begin to open doors for you, and he'll begin to use you. You're going to feel that joy again. Like, if you don't have joy right now, like, that, that's, that's, a, that's a prime example. It's a prime reason. You're, you're going to get joy again. You're going to get peace again. Your, your, your family's going to be happy, like, all of those kind of things uh, when you find the right healthy culture. And uh, when we look to just look towards God for guidance and, uh, and trust in him and uh, know that he's going to take care of us.
0: So God doesn't do anything that's just for you. but Keep keep that in mind. It He is doing things that are gonna be a blessing to others. Yeah. So whatever you're going through, it, it may be your kids that are watching that are gonna have the lesson, and it, it may be your patience that teaches the leader what he did with you, and he'll show more grace to the next person that comes with him, that comes to them with hurt. So God will if you're going through something it's not only for you yeah get that in your head that's true and um you know today's episode the good the bad the ugly I know the the title seems a little bit scary but we um you know we we love Jesus and we believe that he uh and he loves you and we we believe in yeah. churches we believe in leaders Absolutely. and leadership development so yeah. uh, when if you're listening don't don't think we're talking about you just we're <laughs> You know what I mean? And so, you know, just keep your head up, man. Keep keep fighting. Uh, you know, everyone needs Jesus, and we need yeah. good churches.
1: Hey, we want to thank each and every one of you for listening in today. Those that are joining us on the podcast, you listen to this. We hope that it encouraged you and motivated you. It helped you in some sort of way. Uh, we just want to say that we're here for you. We look forward to uh, building relationships. Submit your questions. Submit your scenarios. We'd love to address them. And uh, we look forward to, to getting with you for episode two. This has been The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly with Sam Escoville, Austin O'Neill. You guys have a great day.
0: We'll see y'all later.